0: Wednesday morning which you should be because that means you're I was gonna say an avid listener but that's that yeah that's right that's right, yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah. I'm just really second guessing Girl, all my words
1: don't get don't get messed up on your words don't, that's fester. Me. don't fester don't fester we'll I'm talk about that, that actually in a second because I did that <laughs> yesterday
0: but no if you're listening this Wednesday morning because you're a real BB, then happy Halloween because today is Halloween so maybe I just want to picture you sitting at your counter sitting at your kitchen table eating like a pumpkin pancake maybe you like you know put some like red syrup on it so it looks like blood or something really creepy maybe maybe, you're a cat maybe you're dressed as a cat maybe you dressed up as superwoman
1: maybe maybe
0: you just are Superwoman. you You don't have to dress up because that's just who you are just don't
1: don't be the slutty devil guys you know don't be the nurse don't
0: just don't do it (laughs) like the police officer like yeah I mean you're better than that I mean you can do it but like I might judge you (laughs) I'll say it (laughs) Just kidding, I won't. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, whatever. Anyways. Or you might not celebrate Halloween, which is also totally fine. We were having this discussion earlier. Like, we can totally see, like, as Christians, like, I can understand, like, pros and cons to both. And, like, you do you. You do you. You You know what? You do do you. you. Follow your own convictions. I will not convict you. That's the Holy (laughs) Holy Spirit's job.
1: Okay. So, you guys, we have to share with you something that one of our really wonderful listeners who I told her I'd give her a shout out, uh, told us about. Her name's Hannah. Hey, Hannah. Shout out Hannah, girly. She was on her drive to Houston a few days ago and she texted me uh, and she was like, Amanda, stop what you're doing (laughs) and go listen to any one of your podcasts on Basically Basic and put it at level half speed. So if you guys are listening like on iTunes, I'm not sure how you do this through SoundCloud, but... It, that's another whole thing. Anyways, yeah. um, if you go to iTunes, it's like the bottom left corner, and you'll see like a one or a two, or you can do like one and a half. Okay, well, there's one. Just keep tapping until you get to the half. Just the half. Just the yeah. half. Just one dash two. And it's Cammy and I, at our drunkest, highest level. Like I've possible. never been on drugs,
0: but like, <laughs> if I was, <what> that? <laughs> What I would sound like. And honestly, guys, listen to it and listen to it at a part where we're talking about our Starbucks order or yes. the last episode about the mukbang. Yes. It tears to my eyes. Like it's tears streaming down my face. Funniest.
1: We Even this one. Who even knows how this one could go? Happy Halloween could be funny.
0: It could be. Re- <laughs> Happy Halloween. Actually, it might sound creepy. It probably would.
1: It's like Valley Girls uh, High. That's yeah. exactly what it sounds like. Oh, totally. Valley Girls
0: Smoking a Little Doobie. Like I can picture us. Like talking like that with like her eyes super squinty and like falling over oh, and being for like, "Oh, for sure, like, you order, Amanda?" Because it's so entertaining. <laughs> it's so entertaining. Do yourself a favor. Do yourself
1: a favor and do that. It'll. I promise it will make you smile. And um, yeah. Just Which I actually to-
0: found this out the opposite way. I, I called Amanda. I didn't know that you could speed up or slow down a podcast, and I accidentally hit the button and sped it up one time. And Amanda, and I have this thing where we both get really frustrated because we both talk really fast. And so that's something we know we're working on. Like, we'll listen to a podcast and be like, oh, it was good. But, like, we were what talking the heck a am fast. I saying, yeah. Well, I was playing it one time and I accidentally hit the fast forward, like, up to two times speed. <laughs> and I was like, what in the actual heck? Like, I was like, we were talking so fast. Like, are, were we high? Like, were we on drugs? Like, speed? Like, yeah. Or, no. like, I, I was thinking to myself, I'm kind of mad at us, but also kind of impressed. Like, how does one even talk this fast? And then I realized... <laughs> We worked. So
1: thank you, Hannah, for discovering that. We have never had a good laugh as hard as we did um from that little um surprise that you gave us. And she even texted me like a few days later and was like, I'm still laughing. And that's all it said. It's- Her text said, I'm still laughing. <laughs> and you knew. And this is like four days later. And she- <laughs> I was like, I know what you're laughing at because it's that funny. Uh, okay.
0: Speaking of Halloween though, okay, did you ever do the thing where you would boo somebody as a kid? No. Stephen didn't either. You guys are so lame. Okay, me- people message us, or I'm going to put another poll, but if you booed okay. people. Okay, let me explain what this is. Yeah, what is it? Because it br- brought me so much life. Like, okay. Okay, I don't know about you, because I mean, you have a child, so you probably think this, but yeah. I already, like, we don't have kids yet. We're, like, talking more about it. We're, yes. like, kind of getting more comfortable with it. In Jesus' name. And, yeah. And, like, all my <laughs> friends with kids are like, and tomorrow you have a baby. <laughs> but there's, like, certain things I get really pumped about to have kids, and, like, booing people is one thing i'm pumped about and i randomly said this to steven last week and he goes i'm sorry what and i was like what is it okay so what it is is you you like basically make like a little like gift basket or like maybe it's like a bag of candy or like whatever you want to do and you go to someone's house and you ring the doorbell and you leave it but there's like a big it's like this big ghost that says you've been booed and you like tape it to their front door or like whatever and you like ding dong ditch them and you leave and when they open the door oh it's ding dong ditch no but it's like it's more than that because it's, like, with a mm. gift. Oh. And, like, there's only one ghost for the neighborhood. So then once that person's been booed, they have to boo someone else. But that same ghost, like, travels to different people's houses. Oh, I've never heard of it. <laughs> I feel like I'm being judged right now. <laughs> have you ever seen It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown? I feel like I'm, like, talking about the Great Pumpkin and everyone's, like, that's not true.
1: Um, I feel like this sounds like a really fun game. It's really fun. Sure, and Stephen goes, why do we need to wait till it?
0: we have kids to do this? Like, why can't we do this <laughs> now? now? I was, like, what? Like, we're just going to go <laughs> to our friend's house and, like, I mean, we could, I guess. We'll just boo them. We'll just boo people. But, anyways, all this to say, I feel like we're being booed right now because we have a secret admirer and we don't know who it is.
1: Oh, we do have a secret admirer. You guys, on Instagram, go to basically basic quotes and. It's somebody. We don't know it's who it is. It's not us. It's not us. I swear. Which we I'm like, not how that.
0: sad would it be if people were like, oh yeah, it's probably secretly <laughs> so like, yeah, Kimmy and Amanda and they want to pretend I like they are fans. I promise we did
1: not make this, but we don't know who it is. So whoever you are, Thank that's you. like so nice of you. So sweet. Shout out to
0: at basically basic quotes. Quotes. Yeah. And
1: they bas- basically, they take our quotes yeah. exactly what the handle says and Share
0: them on Instagram. But also, it's made me be really, like, self-conscious of, like, oh, my gosh, what if I, I saying? say something so – which we should carry weight with what we say anyways all the time. But right. But when you know someone's going to make a really cute, like, picture of your quotes, you're like, oh I'm man, like, oh, man. I need to be brilliant. I need to be, like so- – Mic drop moments, you know?
1: <laughs> um, Mother Teresa okay, over and speaking here.
0: of saying things that are quotable, if you listened to a couple episodes ago, Amanda said fester. <laughs> In a completely wrong context, that's become our new favorite inside joke. Don't really know what she meant. I had a fester moment two days ago. I put on this big event for this nonprofit called Go Overflow. Go check them out on Instagram. They're incredible. It's a missions organization who um, does incredible work in Uganda, Belize, like all over the world. But right now, we're trying to raise money to have them create a girls' school and a girls' home to take girls off the streets and which is so cool. Yeah, girls who have been trafficked and give them a place where they can finally get an education learn about the love of God, get tested for HIV, like just so many good things. And so I was honored to co-chair this big gala event. I felt so country club fancy. But I, um, at the country club, I went up to the person who was in charge of the event, like who ran out the club, and I was trying to tell them thank you because the food is so good. Like they did a really good job with the food. But I literally dead serious looked at her and I said, please give my condolences to the chef. <laughs> and she gave me this look and I'm like, did you hate what? the food? And she was like, oh, is the food not good? And I was like, what? And then my friend luckily was standing by us and she was dying laughing. She was like, that, that's like what you say to someone who died. Like, <laughs> you give your <her laughs> condolences. And I was trying to say, like, I think it's give my regards or like my – Yeah, it's
1: compliments. regards. I don't,
0: compliments. Compliments to the chef. Uh, that's oh, compliment. Words. I said regards.
1: I think regards would work. Yeah,
0: regards, compliments. But I said give my condolences to the chef. And immediately you know, I was like, and you tell Amanda –
1: We've all had our fester moments, guys. Do not be ashamed. I'm yeah, pretty sure Cammie pointed out that in a recent episode, I said, instead of stigma, I said stigmatism.
0: Oh yeah, last episode, you were like, there's a stigmatism. Yeah, there's a
1: stigmatism, and that's like an eye disease. But so that's how you know this is
0: bas- basically basic it's live. It's basically
1: basic live because there's nobody like fact-checking us. No, we
0: don't edit this unless...
1: unless We don't edit this
0: There's a sound issue.
1: Yeah, unless like sushi comes in barking or there's like, you let's
0: just pray right now because she's outside the door (laughs) probably waiting. Okay, Kami, so what do you have from Starbucks
1: today? Okay, so
0: today, I don't know if y'all can tell from my voice, but I'm actually sick. I've been fighting sickness all weekend, unfortunately, but it was one of those busy weekends with the event that I couldn't really let myself be sick, so I've been pushing through. But Sweet Amanda brought me our favorite medicine medicine ball ball Mm -hmm. from the Mm -hmm. secret menu. So still don't quite know what's in it. It's, but it's, it's like two different teas,
1: a lemonade, something else, something else. But it's just really uh, yummy. It's really good. It's really good, and it's it's really good for if you do talk a lot or if you sing. Yeah. I feel like it's really good. It's like soothing. It for Definitely. Your throat. Like, I'm
0: getting to the bottom now, and it has honey in it, and it's yeah, tastes it really, really good. good. It's really good. So I actually
1: soothing. do the medicine ball without the lemonade. If anyone doesn't like as much like citrus, yeah, and I feel things. like next time I could
0: do without. Yeah, I do, You would really like it. Yeah. I do no lemonade
1: without. So try that next time, guys. So I'm drinking. A vinti H two O. Wow. <laughs> you really Never. are. I really am. Did you not want coffee today? No, I did, but like I don't know, I was just like really thirsty. You were thirsty. Yeah. My skin's been really dry. I think it's the weather. Oh. Or yeah, me- it was- we also recently, we just got back, uh, my family and I went, we went hiking in Zion National Park and it was so much fun. Everyone should go. It's like, there was so much beauty there. But I think when I change altitudes, my skin gets oh, totally. really dry. And so, I don't know why. I've just been like, my skin's been like in And the gross. transition
0: like into fall and in basically yes. winter because I feel like our fall has been so cold here. So, never underestimate the power
1: of a great venti water, you guys. No, and I.
0: You know what my biggest pet peeve, again, with the straw thing? This is my other pet oh, peeve. Oh, so and I, I have a straw today, you guys. you got I a straw. I am thing, not Ford, against the straw. Is when you say, can I have a venti ice water? And they either, like, literally say no, or they're like, we can give you a grande. Uh, I'm like... No, I want a venti. No. First of all, no. And second no, of all. I pay you enough money, Starbucks. I will, but I like, I am I will pay for it. Like, I'm thirsty. I want a venti ice I'm water. Thirsty. Give me a venti ice water.
1: Yeah, no. Ugh. So that's what I'm drinking today. And it is so yummy. It just quenching my thirst right where I need it. Solving all the world's problems. So, Thank you, water. So, you guys, in light of Halloween being today, we thought there was no better topic than, or to discuss, than the monsters inside of us.
0: Yes. So never a fun thing to discuss. But yeah, in Halloween, I was thinking like, okay, Halloween, there's like darkness. We we didn't really want to talk about fear because I feel like we've kind of tackled that. But I feel like there's this thing about Halloween that makes us want to like take the mask off and be like, okay, what's the truth? And there's all this like darkness. And it's just like kind of this time where we kind of celebrate the spookiness of life, which I'm all about like a cute little pumpkin, like the cute side of Halloween. But there is sometimes like there are things about Halloween when it gets to, like, the dark side, like, the evil stuff that actually, like, genuinely freaked me out. Because, yes. like, it... First of all, there really is, I believe, like, angels and demons. Like, I really oh, think yeah. there is, like, light and darkness. Mm-hmm. There is good and evil. Like, mm-hmm. those are real things. And I've had too many encounters, especially in other countries, like, going on the mission field with things of legit, like, demonic darkness. darkness. And yeah. I'm like, this is ah uh, all, all in good fun, but sometimes it's, like, really creepy. Actually, I have this thing where... I'm just not about, like, the haunted house situation. No. Like, you
1: will not ever get me into oh, a haunted house.
0: Well, so growing up, Stephen, he's an October baby. And, like, mm-hmm. he loved – still loves Halloween. But I feel like the more that he's, like, gotten into, like, knowing Holy Spirit, I mm-hmm. feel like he definitely has a couple of checks in his spirits about some of, like, the dark stuff of Halloween. But he, like, before, you know, we really knew the Lord that well or we knew Holy Spirit, like, he was just, like, a huge Halloween fan, like, all growing up. And so when we started dating, he – to celebrate his birthday like he loved to go to haunted houses and I remember multiple times like I would have the best intention of like it's Steven's birthday like he's my boyfriend like I want to like go to a haunted house with him like he'll think this is so fun and like I'm not I'm not kidding three separate times in our dating history I would buy tickets to a haunted house I would go with him I would wait in line and right before we'd get to go in I would be like I'm not going in I'm not going three different times finally the third time he was like babe you don't ever need to do this again (laughs) Like, stop buying tickets to this. Tickets. You're not going to go but inside. But I had the best intentions. I would just like, but the lines are even creepy. Oh, everything. Because everyone standing around you has like a chainsaw. Yes, and they're like coming up and <laughs> it's just, I just don't like it. But so one year, I, when we were living in California, go figure, I was working at a church where I was a youth pastor and a worship leader and, which I think is kind of weird. This church wasn't, I don't know, this church was a little bit different. It was like more California vibes. But they want to take the youth group to a haunted house, which I'm like, hmm. That's a little creepy, but okay. But okay. But so they wanted to go, and I'm like, I don't really like, like haunted houses. Like I'm not sure how I feel about this. And it's this one in in Long Beach, and it's at on this like Queens Cruise thing, and it's actually like this huge deal. Like I didn't know it was this big deal in LA, but like people come from all over to go. It's like the one of the best haunted houses in LA. And in the in the haunted house, like I'm like waiting in line, and I told the kids, I'm like, guys, I will wait in line with you, but I am not going in. Like I'm not going to the haunted house we get up there, and they were like, please, Kami, like, please go, please go. And I was like, well, like, here's the thing, like, just know that, like, I truly believe that when you say the name of Jesus, like, darkness has to leave. Yes. And, like, there's power in the name of Jesus. I said, so, if you see me running through this haunted house, like, screaming Jesus' name, you better not be, like, embarrassed by me. Right. And I'm just preparing you. Because and they're like, I'm casting out some demons. Yeah, they're like, ha, ha, ha. But I'm like, no, but seriously. No, but for real. So, we get into the haunted house, and I, like... Totally succumbed to peer pressure. Now thinking of this story, I'm like, I gave in. um, And I walk in, but it ended up being one of the coolest moments of, like, my job as a youth pastor. Because we get in there, and, you know, I'm in L.A., there's, like, not a lot of believers in where we mm-hmm. lived. Like, mm-hmm. even being a Christian and, like, declaring you're a Christian was kind of rare. Like, right. which, you know, growing up in Texas and being in the Bible Belt and even, like, Nashville, like, everyone Go, yeah. says they're a Christian. Whether they know what that really means or whether right. they have a personal relationship. like. In California, that's, like, not a thing. Right, but in California, it's, like, kind of you do you, like, whatever, which honestly was pretty refreshing Mm -hmm. because I felt like it was easier to really, like, have deep conversations Mm -hmm. of, like, truth. But anyway, so we go in the haunted house and from the get-go, I'm, like, why am I doing this? Like, I'm so freaked out. It's, like, super creepy, bloody, gross. But I'm walking with a bunch of these like sixth grade boys and girls and we get to this one area where up until this point it was like kind of the cute spooky, but then this one area it literally is like you walk through this door that's like a demon's mouth and it's like de- it's like the demon tent or something. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. not Will I walk in No, here. no, no. So I start just being like, Jesus, Jesus. And the kids are like laughing, but I can also tell they're freaked out. So all of a sudden this one little sixth grade girl who was so precious, no. she starts going, Jesus loves me too this oh my god and start singing it and then we all start singing it and we're walking through this like demon tent and we're literally singing and then we start I shouting love jesus loves me and all the thing that was crazy was the people who are dressed up are real people like right, they're just obviously right. real people yes but they started like stopping in their tracks and they're like looking around and like looking at us and I'm sure they were like, "What is happening?" They were, yeah. But they stopped, They literally did stop like trying to scare us. And by the end of it, that was like the last. The demon oh. area was like the last part of the haunted house. And by the end of it, we're literally skipping and like laughing and dancing, singing "Jesus Loves Me" I like at the top love of our that. lungs. And we got out and all the kids like started cheering. And I was like crying. And I was laughing so hard. That's but the it was sweetest the moment because it was like, man, this is what happens. This is how
1: powerful his name yes, is. Yes, his name
0: is when we like walk into a scary situation and we are like feeling overwhelmed we're feeling like just this legit darkness when we start to like sing the name of Jesus Mm -hmm. or declare it in joy like darkness literally has has to to flee. flee yes and like light has to come forth and what what I was feeling was like a really scary like uncomfortable situation ended up being like so unifying for us as a church like so fun for me with the kids and I just felt like oh yeah like why would I be scared? Yeah. Why would I, I be scared? That. That's you know, so like I good. have the power of the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Which today I love this because we were talk knew we were gonna talk about this and I looked at the verse of the day and the verse today is Romans twelve, twenty one and it says, Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm, yeah. And I man, if there's a scripture that our world needs to hear right now, like with just the shootings and just like mm-hmm. racism and just the tense like political stuff, there's just so much tension and I feel like it's really easy for us to see the evil and be overcome by it. And just not even, I think overcome, but also overwhelmed. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. we're just like, okay, what do I even do? Like there's so much darkness in the world. There's so much evil. Like what can I even do? But the scripture says to overcome the evil with good.
1: And I even think that's, that's so good because you think about like, just like violence in general, whether it's like as a country or just like violence that we may experience, like in our own individual walks Mm -hmm. and like Jesus clearly tells us in the Bible to not fight violence with more violence. And oh, it's yeah. like, because then you're just a part of it. And it's like, then you just become a part of that circle and this like cycle of you're you actually being not like Christ at all. If you just yeah. fight it off more with what you think is going to defeat it, which our world will tell us would be like violence or just like something super powerful, like, or like it's like striking even back
0: a keyboard warrior. Like you see things on, on Instagram or, so, mm-hmm. or internet that you don't agree with right and you're like I'm just gonna bash them with my point and right it's
1: like it's like you're just you're just becoming a part of it at that yeah. point yeah is that absolutely helping anything
0: is that bringing anything to light and I, I think it's really easy for us to look at the world's problems and to think okay like this is someone else's job to fix it or like you know yeah there's all this evil so you either just like completely shut down because you're, like okay well it's just dark and I don't even know what to do or you get really I feel like riled up and there's a lot of people that just have this like anger Mm -hmm. it's like it's justice we think it starts as justice but then it's actually like turns into like legit like anger Mm -hmm. towards other people and and I think you know when I look at this these problems in the world like yeah we might not literally like fight violence with violence like I'm not gonna like you know go hurt somebody who hurts me physically right but even the way that we talk about situations can still like add to the hostility of the mm-hmm, environment so mm-hmm. it's like are we the way we're talking about people that we don't agree with necessarily or the way that we like that has power your words right have it all it all kind of creates this like inner tension like anytime it's the well they or mm-hmm. well those people like then we're immediately like adding to that tension and that like strife within our world and I think when, when I read a scripture like the one in Romans, like do not be overcome by the evil, but overcome evil with good. I think the place where that starts isn't within ourselves. And I think it's really easy for us to want to look at the outward world and to be like, well, you know, they're the problem or if this would change or if this situation, but really like it has to start with us. Mm -hmm. And so when we're talking today about the monster inside of us, like we all have our mess, we all have our junk. And like, honestly, how much better would the world be if we could just focus on, okay, how can I fix Like what's inside of me, the brokenness that I carry Mm -hmm. by bringing it from the darkness to light, by giving it to Jesus and letting him fill those spaces. And then my job is just to be light in the places where he puts me. Right. I don't have to solve every problem of the world, but no, but if he puts somebody in front of me, like that actually is my responsibility.
1: Right. And he has you there for a reason. Exactly. So we were, when we were talking about just Halloween and wearing a mask and how we kind of each have maybe demons that we battle with and, and within ourselves, Um, I immediately thought about the story in Luke 8 and I believe it's Luke 8 chapter 26 but he or no chapter 8 verse 26 and he um, it's it's talking about Jesus healing the man from demons and the thing that I love about that verse is Jesus literally looks at the man and says what is your name and he's calling out these demons and Mm -hmm. he's requiring him to say tell me your name because I'm gonna call you out and I'm gonna call you out for what you are yeah and it's like and that's like what I think when I read that and so when I was reading that story about Jesus healing the man from demons and when they literally flee they like go to pigs that are nearby and then the pigs like go in the water and drown That's yeah. like literally how the story They ends. really leave. Yeah, they, they like really the, leave. Well and they
0: have the thing with the thing with demonic like forces is that it says that they do have to find another place to dwell, right? So right. it's like like it it re- requires a place to be housed. And so mm-hmm. it's like it's sometimes those those evil feelings or those thoughts that we feel like are not us like mm-hmm. I hate I hate when people over-Christianize it They're like that's just a demon well no like you it, you it have be you well like, and
1: also you have responsibility at the end of the day so it is your responsibility it's, it's your a house, part of it's you your body. Yeah, yeah. it's your house it's your body like the Lord says it's our temple and it's his temple too and it's like we're just a shadow of like we were created in his image so like if we if he says that he is in us and we are in him, like we have to take responsibility for these demons that like go inside, and we of have us. to
0: fill up those places because we right. we are the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. So if it's filled up with the Holy Spirit, it can't also be filled up with darkness. Like light and dark can't reside can't, together. No. But if we leave these empty places, and then like I you mean, know, those demons that left, and I think the name was Legion, right? He mm-hmm. says we yes, are Legion we are for Legion. we are many. Yes. And I think the guy had been tormented for years, years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing was, everybody in the town, like knew him as the crazy, the crazy like guy the demon possessed guy yes you know which it makes me so sad because I'm like how many people do we see do that we way see that I we're know. like in the same age like oh they're just
1: that we're not whatever. walking up to them and saying like oh my gosh and I heard the greatest I think it was actually on Sadie Robertson's podcast I don't know if you guys listened to it that's good yeah podcast. it's so such good. a good podcast but it. um it was I forgot who it was that said this but he said the most you may you may know this you okay. might have listened to this one but he said the people in my life that have loved me like the most are not the people that told me where I was going it was the people who told me who I was
0: oh I think it was Bob Goff yes that's exactly who it was oh, he's the
1: best he's the best and it's Goals, just like I
0: want him on our podcast no someday. literally
1: and I just that like resonated with me because I'm like oh my goodness how many times do I like just affirm people with what I'm seeing instead of saying like the no you are loved wow. and just saying like this is who God has already called you to be and that like
0: speaking to where they're at instead of speaking to where they're going. Yes, exactly. And that's what we want to, is to call, like, out that golden people and say, no, this is who you yes. are. Yes, and to be that's able to so say, good. isn't
1: that good? And to be able to say, like, you're, you've you already arrived. Right. Like, you, you're you at the party. Like you- Well, and I love
0: that Jesus, he does, he goes to that man and he doesn't condemn the man. He speaks to what's, like, behind the man. Yes. Like, th- those demons that are tormenting this guy. And he's like, who are you? I want to call you out. Yes. And he does the same thing later on with Peter. Whenever Peter says... Um, no, you're not going to die to mm-hmm. Jesus, and Jesus looks at Peter and he says, "Get behind me, Satan." Yes, and he's not talking to, he's Peter. Not talking he's to not Peter. Calling Peter. He's not talking to Peter. Peter, Satan. He's calling just out saying, the demon. Hey, yeah, that is not truth. That is right. not of light. I he's see just that calling it out. Yes,
1: so I think th- something that is like that we do have the power in us, or I, I know that we have the power in us through Jesus, who's given it to us. Um, is the fact that like, if there's monsters that you feel like you deal with just weekly or monthly or whatever, like it, you have the power and it is your responsibility to call them out and you, there's so much power in doing that. And just in the. Just in the sense of being able to say like, "Hey, fear," or "Hey, depression," or "Hey, like lust," whatever it is that is the the monster that you feel like can overtake you sometimes. Like, there's so much power in just getting up, looking in the mirror, so and good. saying, "What is your name?" Because I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast you out, out, out today. Yeah,
0: and to say like, "Hey, you don't you don't belong here. Look, right? You don't reside here. No,
1: this is my this Ooh, is God's okay, this body. Is so this good. is God's temple." So
0: yesterday at my prayer set, and I feel like I was end up talking about my prayer set because it's my favorite part of the week, but. Just to refresh you guys, if you didn't hear me say this last week, I lead a prayer set on Mondays at my church from 12 to 2. And what that looks like is it's just, like, a two-hour worship session where we just worship the Lord. And um, we don't really know, like, what is going to happen when we get in there. Like, we kind of just pick a key. Uh, so we were, like, yesterday we are like, let's sing in the key of D. And then just kind of whatever God highlights, we just really, like, minister to him and go for it. But yesterday we ended up singing a lot about our belonging to him and that we mm. belong to him. And in that... Like, as we started singing that we're a child of God, that we belong to him, Mm -hmm. it ended up landing on, like, just this picture almost of the prodigal son, like, coming home. And, like, that his house is our house. And, like, Mm -hmm. not only are we a child of God, but we belong where he is. And we can, like, stake a claim and have authority in the fact that, like, what's his is ours. And so what's of light is of us and what's of darkness is not. And there Mm -hmm. was this one song that I kept on singing this like prophetic song in the moment and I just said this is my house this is my table this is my family and we just kept singing that over and over and what started out as this declaration ended up feeling like this powerful like no this is my house Mm -hmm. like this is my table Mm -hmm. this is my family like God's home is my home his table is my table and his family is my family and sometimes you're right it is us like kind of taking that like stance of like Mm -hmm. no like this evil is not who I am right right and 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 I'm calling it out yes and I think we
1: would I think we're all like just because we're human I know that we all like battle something at some point or another like you can be you can spend time with Jesus 20 times a day and still battle with something I mean it's just because we live in a broken world and that's a consequence of living in a broken world but I think that sometimes we often wait for maybe like a best friend or a parent or a husband or a spouse or just like whoever to maybe, like, wait and see it and then, like, call it out in us. But I always think, too, like, why do we wait for the validation of, like, our best friend or someone that we admire and respect to say, like, hey, like, this is not who you are. Like, I just want to affirm you that you are, like, made in the image of God. And, like, those are all great. Like, we need that. But I just often think sometimes why do we wait for that when God's given us, like, the word? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we wait for words of others sometimes to, like, bring that out. Yeah. But like God's already given us his word mm-hmm. that we can go to daily. And because of that, he lives inside of us and we have that power. Right. So it's like the power that we have, like they will leave. That's the thing is you can and you can still feel it. I talk about this all the time, but like you can still feel the struggle and still choose to use the word of God. And that's going to well, automatically
0: is different than sin. Like Jesus right. was tempted. Right. Like, exactly. He had, like the enemy tempted him when he was in you know, 40 days of fasting like yes. he he faced every temptation but uh-huh. he just didn't give into it so I feel like sometimes we feel like when we have that temptation it's like, our, it's, like it's like automatically a strike like, oh, okay well I've te- I like I've fallen but it's like no like yes that temptation may not be we're a human view. it's we're our human. flesh yeah oh my gosh but even like today I was, I was talking to Amanda about how you know I think in living in America in a western culture in a world where Instagram is the thing, like everyone wants to show their highlight reel, mm-hmm. it's really easy for us to confuse like what the world sees with who we actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, meaning, like you might think that you are your reputation, and what I mean by mm-hmm. that is like your reputation is what people think about you, mm-hmm. but your character is what you actually are. Yeah, and that's those so are always aren't always equal. Those are not always the same, and so it's a lot of times easy for us to think, well, like everyone thinks I'm this and everyone thinks I'm that and if especially if it's in a positive way well I guess like that's who I am like mm-hmm. I'm doing great like I'm this this, and this mm-hmm. and look how many likes I got or whatever mm-hmm. but at the end of the day when the doors are closed like what are you actually dealing with what are you actually struggling with and yes like you might not be the person that's like physically hurting people mm-hmm. you might not be a murderer mm-hmm. you might not be cheating on your husband you might right. not be like you know dealing with addiction or all these sins that we deem as worse just because they're more public, but it's like that's no more evil than mm-hmm. like things that we keep in secret that we feel like, well, no one knows about this. So right. it's
1: fine. That's so good. And I was telling I was telling Cami too earlier that I even think that sometimes masks don't necessarily have to have like a negative connotation to them. So like for instance, mine would sometimes be joy. And I know that sounds kind no, of like good. silly. But if I'm like in my heart of hearts just feeling kind of down and maybe I'm like battling Just anxiety that morning or just like whatever I will still go to like uh, my appointment or church or just like coffee date or whatever like wherever I have to be and I will still show up joyful because it's just not my character Mm. to show up super like super vulnerable and like say how down I am it's not what I'm used to and so but that doesn't mean that that's right and that also means that God still knows what my heart actually looks like and the con to that is I can show up and even have people around me like say what they see. So people around me can be like, oh my goodness, like you're just so joyful. I just love like your joyful spirit today, blah, blah. And I'll like soak that in and just like keep building yeah. on that. But you can imagine like the minute I get home and shut the door, like I will take it out on my husband about like mm-hmm. the house not being picked up. I'll like take it out on my little girl of just like not being the perfect princess that I want her to be. Or just like yeah. what like whatever reveals it is going to reveal it in its own time.
0: Well, if you don't get it out, like in a, in a healthier way, or you don't really right. bring it to light to Jesus in in a way that's like gonna help you grow, then right. it's just gonna stay in there and it's just gonna it's get gonna manifest. Yeah. it's oh, gonna totally. manifest,
1: and it's gonna come out in like some way or another. And that's why for me, just alone time, and not even alone time, but just time with Jesus, is like the most important thing. Because if I don't get that, like I will be a <laughs> Like, no pun intended, monster (laughs) for the day. (laughs) Like,
0: Like, the monster inside of me will be
1: the monster that that you see, honestly. Um, And that's just what we do to people who, like, we love and who are closest to us. Like, we tend to just be the most comfortable around them. So our, like, true colors just come out then. But I feel like one thing God's been teaching me is that truly everything that he says really is a paradox. So, like, you gain your life when you lose it and just, like you know, there's multiple things in the Bible that talks about this. But one thing I feel like he's teaching me is that you don't necessarily have to be seen to be known. And mm. I just think that's so good because it's like, we want to, we want the world or our friends or just whoever, the reputation that Cami was talking about. We want to be seen different ways and to put on these different masks, whether it's like joy or like, funny or just like i'm or you put know together, fashionable like whatever yeah, put together perfect, yes yes like i think we want to put these things on and be like quote seen but you can be seen and not really be fully known it's so
0: true you know
1: and it's like i just am finding the older i get like the more beauty and the more worth i'm finding and not necessarily being seen and like being in all those events or like making sure i like cross all my t's it's mainly just Making sure I'm known by God, yeah. like in my true heart,
0: and like I think that's so true because the opposite is true. Like you can be known by God mm-hmm. in the secret place and not be seen by mm-hmm. others. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like the I think I talk so much about that year in California because it was so formative. But I think the biggest takeaway for me from that transitional time was that I learned how to be a worship leader when no one was watching. Mm. Like I would lead worship for me or me and Stephen in our little shack, literally by the mm-hmm. beach, like and learn to encounter that beautiful secret place with the Lord and then no one no one else saw and I felt so known and I wasn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and before I feel like my worship was more to be seen, um, to have others know him and right. to, but it but it wasn't like an intimate thing with me mm-hmm. and Jesus. And I think now I'm realizing like there's so much beauty in that, but that really only can come when the mask gets taken off. Yes. And I think sometimes it, it's it's almost like this like okay you can either take the mask off or it will be taken off for, for you. you
1: yes whether you like it or not and when it's taken off yeah. for you and you don't like it like you're gonna learn some pretty hard lessons and yeah the enemy
0: <laughs> wants us to isolate like his goal oh yeah is he feeds to, off of to, isolation to keep you away like yeah. he wants to keep you in the darkness mm-hmm. as much as he can mm-hmm. and so if you don't have anyone around you where you're being vulnerable and you're saying like hey like I'm struggling with this, or I'm dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Then, like your sin, just going to kind of perpetuate, and it's just going to continue to grow mm-hmm. until at some point it gets so out of control that, right. it like, it has to burst forth. Yes, you know? or then-,
1: then it be, or even more like. Dangerously, it becomes your identity.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah, then you're like, oh, this is just who this I am. This is just
1: who I am. And you're
0: sorry to mean it can be things that the world quote-unquote says is good. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with social media on its own. Right. But if that's who you begin – if you begin to believe, like, the person that I put on social media is actually who I am, even if, like, that you're person like, on social media is good – Right. You're just going to – you're
1: bound to be let down.
0: Oh, totally. Well, you might not actually, like, be dealing with issues that you actually have because you're like, well, like, yeah, I, like, at my husband, and yeah, I'm, like – I don't really like, but them. I got 200 likes. But I got 200 likes <laughs> today, and it's like, okay, well, really, like, <laughs> is that really like, is that really where you're, like, you're to remember be? Remember right we were at Encounter, and they talked about the, it was like this women's retreat in Nashville. Oh they yes, that was such a good retreat. One of my biggest takeaways was they talked about like a flashlight and how yes. like, if you've been in the darkness for a while, yes, the last thing you so want. Good. Like if you've been in a dark room for a while and someone walks up to you with a flashlight in your eyes, you are like – You're like, get get that away. Yes.
1: (laughs) You're like, get that away from me. That is like – Or even – not even being in a dark room for a while. More of like when I'm asleep for the night and then my alarm goes off and morning comes. I'm like, if you turn that light on. Right. It's like
0: you don't (laughs) – I will punch you in in the (laughs) face. It's the same. Like our sin doesn't want to be exposed. Like it – No. It's not going to be the easy – You're never going to naturally fall into holiness. Like you don't just like – It's like you don't stumble into, like, a perfect workout plan. Like, you have to set aside and, like, work for it. And it's the same with taking away your sin. Like, your sin's desire is to stay in darkness. And when that light shines, whether it's being in the presence of God or being around godly friends or even being around friends that will call it out on you, like, it's hard and it's Mm -hmm. convicting. And, like, I even had a conversation with a student the other day who's dealing with it. All of her friends are kind of making not the best choices. And I was like, man, like... I know that's hard because it feels isolating, mm-hmm. but just know that it's not you that they're pushing away. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you carry a light that's mm-hmm. convicting and they don't want to be around it.
1: And how like honoring that is for her because Jesus was persecuted. Oh, totally. So it's like anytime you're facing persecution because of what you believe or just because of the light that is shining in you, like just know that's Jesus. Like Yeah, and, if, and
0: honestly, like, persecution in other countries may look different and Mm -hmm. it's easy for us to think we're not persecuted here, Mm -hmm. but that's not true. No, that's not true at all. Persecution just looks different. It can be exactly feeling left out because you're not going to make the choices everyone else is or feeling like you're misunderstood Mm -hmm. because people don't understand like, oh, you're too radical or like you're too for Jesus. Yes. Yes.
1: No, absolutely. And the thing too that I think we have to remember is like not everyone is going to encounter Jesus at the same time in their life. Or
0: in the same way. Or in the
1: same way. And so it's like, I think there's like friends that you could have just because I know I've had this just in my lifetime of, you know, being 29 or whatever. And there's friends that have walked similar seasons with me and there's friends that haven't. And I think that I've like come to learn that there's some groups of people that you're just going to have to distance yourself from and that you're going to have to say bye to because – they may like the mask that you wear, and maybe that's who they're friends with. Like, mm-hmm. what if they like the the fashionable mask that you wear, or what if they like? And When like, you try to get real, they're like. And then when you try to get, get real, what they're what like, "I'm sorry, I don't, I don't yeah, know, what I, that's I don't true. know." What you're so it's like, I think once you know the real person that God has called you to be, like there there will be people you have to say no to, and then there you'll know the people that God has for you and the people that like are on your side.
0: And it's hard because it's the people that know the real you like you were saying earlier Amanda those are a lot of times the people we take out mm-hmm. things on and I think mm-hmm. it's because when you know you're fully loved it's easy to like neglect that relationship in a way because right. you're like well they're good mm-hmm. like they they're always be mm-hmm. there like I know I was telling Amanda earlier like one thing I realized when I got married was you know my husband and I we waited to have sex while we were married we didn't live together and so like there was a lot even though we had dated for eight years there was a lot about each other that we didn't know, which was mm-hmm. mid- marriage beginning, like, mm-hmm. and still now, like, super exciting because you're like, oh, this is brand new. Well, when we got married, I remember kind of being shocked because, like, I'm <laughs> a person where like my jobs have always been very public, and especially in my late teens, early twenties, I was really struggling with the mask. Like, I was really struggling with being this person on stage, and then right. like feeling like I couldn't keep up with it. And so when I would deal with like stress, or if I was nervous, or stressed out, or angry. I would lash out on the people I love the most. So I might mm-hmm. be, like, snappy to my parents mm-hmm. or, like, rude to my sisters mm-hmm. or rude to Steven. Mm-hmm. When we got married, I'm living with him, and I quickly was, like, oh, my goodness. Like, he is the most integrity integrity, Integrate? In- integrity-filled?
1: Uh, wow. I am not the person to ask. integrity You know this filled. about me. <laughs> i
0: say that's the thing, person because he is the exact same all the time. Yeah. Like, he, like- what you see is what you get with him. Mm-hmm. Like he does not wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Like who he is at the doctor's office, who he is with our friends, is who he is yeah. with me. And yeah. like, and when he's at home, that's and so I good. just it was so good, but it was so convicting because I was like, I can't keep this up. Like mm-hmm. I, like I can't give, 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 mm-hmm. give to the world mm-hmm. and not be poured into, and then come back home mm-hmm. empty because then I have nothing left to give. My and husband. that's not fair to him. And then I'm lashing out at him, yes. or like being rude, or snapping. He's like so kind, being like, "What's wrong, babe?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I'm, I'm just know. angry." <laughs> And that you know, that's that it's true. it it's is like, I don't it know does why It you're comes so dang out nice. Like, no,
1: it comes out. It literally does come out in like one way or another. And Kami and I have talked about this like in the past, and I feel like the older we've gotten we're not as much this way as we used to be, but I think it's maturity. It's maturity. and but I think we have to, I don't know if you remember this, but we've talked about this before where we feel like I used to kind of be the person who, when I bounced from like person to person or group to group, I would kind of read, like, whatever that room was doing, and I could – I kind of would – not that I would become that, but I just felt like I'm sensitive to what other people may be going through or, like, what, like, personality they're giving off. And I would either, like, dumb it down to try to, like, match up, or I would, like, oh, I'm, like, smart too and kind of – so it's, like, I would would try to match, like, whatever – level was happening in the room and That's, I but the older I've gotten I don't care right <laughs> and so and I also just know that like if I'm going to be a light I have to be light all the time That's it doesn't so matter good. if something's like fighting against it or not well,
0: and God wants like he truly truly desires integrity and so I right. really feel like the Lord cares more not more he cares equal mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. what I am when I'm on stage mm-hmm. as he does when I'm like mm-hmm. by myself at home and I think there always there's gonna not all well no always I think on this side of heaven there's gonna be this like tension where we're battling mm-hmm. this that our tendency our and, yeah that yeah. flesh to mm-hmm. want to like to give into sin whether it's giving into jealousy or anger or fear or whatever mask it or is. an addiction yeah. or an eating disorder I mean whatever your thing is like we all have our jump mm-hmm. and I think it's it's easy to want to go out into the world and just be like no I'm good I'm good I'm good mm-hmm. and then you go back home and you're and you're not
1: no and that's and that's when too you just have to like my encouragement would be because I'm st- I'm still doing this. Whenever I feel I can feel just something in your spirit, and that's like that's a- here's the thing is this is how the spirit works. Is like you will know when something is not right because it's going to keep reminding you. Like mm-hmm. it'll tell you over and over and over. Like it's not just going to go away. And so, like my encouragement is if you're still feeling that, like that is the Holy Spirit, and there's a reason for that. And ask God to reveal it. Like if you're yeah. not even sure, like spend time with the Lord and just say God, like. I know that you're bigger than this, but also let's call this out because I don't know what it is. Like but I just know it's a struggle. Yes. You know? Yeah. And
0: that is like there's a scripture that says his kindness leads us to repentance. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times the world has kind of portrayed Christians as these like condemning, like judgmental rule rule book followers. Yeah, and it's like I, and honestly, there's probably a lot of Christians, unfortunately, that that is maybe how they view things. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Actually, no, it's not. It's not cool. At all. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, no. Actually, I'm, I'm cool. going to call that out. Very cool. I'm going to call that out. I'm going to call that spirit of religious spirit, yes. <laughs> Peace out, Girl Scout. You know? But I think what relationship with Jesus actually looks like is you, you see him, you know him, you encounter him, you see his grace and his kindness, mm-hmm. and it's in that relationship where you're like, oh, you are a safe place and mm-hmm. you not only want better for me, but you're actually going to show me how to get there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think, like, that's what true relationship does. Like, I look at, at my relationship with Steven and the times where we've sharpened and helped each other. It's not just calling out the mess in someone else. I mean, like, no. good luck with that. No. It's Here's like, what I, see. It's I like, see. I see all your issues. Yeah. And, and I, I so really so hope you can get better. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I see this, but, like, but I let that. how can we navigate this? How can Together, we, how yeah. How can we, like combat that with love how can we like Mm -hmm. come into that dark place and bring it to light
1: and that's the thing about isolation is when you're doing it alone you there's no one else to like hold your arms up for you and like Mm -hmm. when you're trying to worship the lord and like try to call this demon out like you have this is why community is so important because you have to have people around you that are cheering you on and that love the lord equally and are pursuing him equally and can carry you when you're like wearing that mask unfortunately yeah and
0: can look at you and say hey that's a mask and like i love you without it right exactly well going back to your story in luke 8 like i think about we know all we know about that man was that it says that he'd been hanging out by the graveyards that he would so talk about isolation like i don't know what got him to that point but i'm kind of like picturing the story on my own right now this isn't in the bible but like the way i see it is maybe it started with one demon and then maybe it was two Mm -hmm. and then maybe by the 10th demon people are starting to push away from him mm-hmm. and he doesn't have anyone that's fighting with love and so
1: and in isolation and they'll manifest totally and so yeah. then
0: after time he's like okay like i need to get away because like mm-hmm. either he has people that are trying to bring it to light and he doesn't want it there anymore mm-hmm. or no one wanted to be around him anymore and so he goes to the place literally of death to where he's literally hanging around dead people in a cemetery he's living that's in so this crazy. encampment of death and he's isolated himself The point where nothing can call that out. Mm. And then there's this amazing man named Jesus who Mm -hmm. walks into his complete mess, to the place of complete death, and Mm -hmm. where he's not even himself anymore. He's completely taken over by a legion of demons. Right. And with a word, Jesus speaks and he calls and he says, Name it. And he names it, claims claims it, it and and casts it out. (laughs) And he calls it out and it leaves. And then it says that this man goes back into the town, and that through the blood of the lamb and the word of his testimony, by telling people, this man, like, They recognized him. They were like, that's the dude from the cemetery. Yeah. (laughs) I remember him. And that guy was freaking scare me. (laughs) He was a psycho zombie haunted house dude like yesterday. And today he's like in his right mind and he's beautiful. And he's like telling everyone that this man Jesus saved him. Oh, that's so good. Like that is. And the thing about our darkness is when we don't allow it to come to light, we also don't give Jesus the opportunity for a testimony. No. We keep it secret and we think we can never deal with it. We don't let him heal it. But then what does that do? That that doesn't help us to declare, Hey, look what I was and now I'm not that anymore because yeah. of him.
1: And I sort of feel like when you're not when you don't allow that, it's basically saying to him, I mean, and this sounds kinda harsh, but it's sadly true it's basically saying like you died on the cross for nothing yeah like because, oh, I don't need that it's like yeah, I don't need I don't need that I don't need your blood I don't need your blood and I also don't need you to like call things out of me because I'm good and yeah. it's like well basically you're saying that God gave his life for no reason
0: I mean we should all we're in this process of sanctification like we're in this process of always trying to look like him and mm-hmm. it's messy and it's gross and it's not glamorous and no it's uncomfortable and I think Inviting people in and inviting Jesus into that place is when it gets exposed, and then you start to realize, like, ooh, like, yeah, that like, that when I screamed at that person in traffic, like, probably not. That's
1: that wasn't just screaming at somebody in traffic. That was stemming from something. Right, where's that coming from? Yeah, that's coming from something. And you best call that 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 out.
0: what's that place so, that I was living in? So this
1: makes me think of and we will wrap this episode up with this like fun story, but we Cammy and I and um our friend Samo when actually it was at encounter. We went to Nashville and we're at this women's retreat like probably 4 years ago and we were just like on fire after leaving this retreat. We were like ha- heard so many testimonies, just like heard these incredible stories of Jesus and we did a road trip from texas to nashville and so we're driving back from nashville to texas just like on fire for the lord yes. and because we're like all together it was almost like we were just feeding on each other's like energy and like the holy spirit was like moving we in our car we were lit with you we we're if you could be high on god we were, we were high on god <laughs>
0: We were so high on Jesus.
1: And And you can be. And and you can be. And so we were driving and we would just like pass a city that we didn't even know, had never heard of. And we would pass it and we'd look at it and we'd be like, you know what, city, we're just going to pray over you. So like as we're driving, we'd pray over the city. And one thing that we just started saying over and over was name it, claim it, cast it out. And so name it, claim it, cast it out. Name
0: it, claim it, cast it out. But I I almost don't like, like, I don't know why we said claim it because I'm like. I think we're saying, I think we're saying like name what it is, like claim Jesus, claim Jesus and then cast
1: it out. out. Yes. Claim that you have power that's bigger than that. There you go. Yes. That's what it is. So it's name it, claim it, cast it out. So we, anyways, so we were doing that and I just want to encourage you guys to speak that over yourself. Anytime you feel that mask just being put on you or just like the darkness overcoming you, like just know that that is not of God and you have the power to cast that out And if you think about – I've thought about it this way too. Like if you go to a workout class, you like go to get your master's or like you go wherever there's a teacher and you're being taught something. Like you don't just go in and learn it and then like just keep staring at the teacher like while they're teaching. Like you go out and do. Like you go out and use it. And so it's like it's the same with Jesus. Like – I know as Christians, a lot of people say, and Kami and I have had these conversations, but a lot of people will say, well, there's grace for that. Or, you know, you have this sin and there's grace for that. And that is 100% true. Like, I believe that with all my heart. There's grace for everything. But um, I also believe that to a certain extent, we have the power to cast it out. And it's like if we claim to know this God that we believe and trust in but we're not using the tools that he has given us by being inside of us well then what are we doing well
0: and it's like if you've seen I mean I've traveled and done missions in different countries and I've seen people in such extreme poverty where they're literally sitting in their crap
1: mm-hmm. and
0: they're sitting in their mess and when you see that mm. wh- what kind of person doesn't want to be like let me get you out of that like yes like okay like that's your mess but mm-hmm. like I don't want you to sit in that anymore and like how gross is our darkness mm-hmm, compared to the light of Christ? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, if there's grace for it, mm-hmm. but like, when you see God rightly for who He is, do you really want to sit there anymore? Like, no, do you, I don't want to look back at Cami. Like, I'm about to be 30 soon. What, what? But I hope when Cami is 60, I'm mm-hmm. looking back at 30 year old me, and I'm like, ah, like I'm so Gross. Thankful. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but like, man, look at where I've come. Look yes. at what God's no, done. Like, I know. My heart, like that. just all this? Like, mess. I would never
1: want to go back to 20. No, oh my gosh, in a no. million years. No, no, no. Because I feel like slowly the Lord's just taking me out of like mess after mess after mess. And that's an, that's like an encouragement to me. It just like speaks to me of like, you know, when we're talking about the man that was, um, that Jesus said name, what demons, like, what are your name? What is your name? And how often do we like see people and just see like the grossness that they're in and mm-hmm. not give them a chance or see them as a son or son and daughter of that's God. So good, And it's like, that encourages me because I do that. I'm sure without even realizing it a yeah. lot. And just, just to know that like. Every person, like, you just don't know what they're walking through. Absolutely. And to see them as a beautiful son and daughter of the Lord, just as he sees us. And to
0: ask, maybe that's our prayer this week, is, Jesus, like, we belong to you. Help us to have eyes to see people beyond the mask that they're wearing. Mm, yeah. And help us to have eyes to not only see that, but then to, like, call out the gold and the light that's inside of them mm-hmm. past the darkness.
1: That's so um, good.
0: So guys, we're so thankful for you. I pray that you have an awesome Halloween week, weekend, whatever that looks. Stay like. Say Halloween. Safe, dress up as something funny.
1: Tag basically basic ooh, if please. you dress up as a Frappuccino.
0: Yeah, if you dress up <laughs> as something basic, I just got so excited. Please, please tag us. us or dress up as me and Amanda. I don't. know. I, oh, I would die.
1: Okay, but well, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right now. If you dress up as Kami and Amanda, we will send you a fifty dollars Starbucks gift card.
0: The first person that? that talks to us. Fir- oh, yeah. <laughs> because here's the thing. I, if I heard not everybody, this on podcast, not everybody podcast, I, like, I
1: would do it. Okay. Well, not everybody. Yeah, the, the first, first person, person. Done. Let's Done. This is on the spot. Holy Spirit, move. Whoever dresses up as Kimmy and Amanda will it get 50 It has like a thing that says,
0: follow up, basically basic podcast. Because like, that's like advertising. The more out The
1: more out that you go on this, like the more, like... You have Ooh, to be the first one, Maybe not the though. first
0: person. Maybe we we decide which the best costume is. Done. Costume contest. Okay,
1: scratch the last part.
0: Whoever... <laughs> scratch what Amanda <laughs> just said. Redo. Go. Whoever
1: dresses up as Amanda and Cammy for Halloween, basically basic, and we vote is the best costume,
0: gets Done. a $50 Starbucks
1: Done. gift card.
0: I'm so excited. Also, guys, do yourself a favor, because this I just thought of this, and this totally goes to what we've been talking about. Listen to the song, Costume Party, by Lauren Dusky. We'll put it in the notes. Okay, we'll put it in the notes. But the chorus literally says <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, hold on. <laughs> hold on, I don't want to mess it up. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Wow, here it is. I got That's it, I, a beautiful it. chorus. That's amazing. Okay, I got it. It's what if I let you see who I am? Why is it so damn? Can I say that? Hard not okay. to give a damn. You can say that. You can say that. <laughs> what what if I showed you my flaws and wasn't sorry? Because I'm over this whole costume party. Oh, you've told me about My this My friend song. wrote this song. Justin Morgan, what, what, shout out. Brilliant. But guys. That's so good. We're all done with this whole costume party. Take off your mask this week. Name
1: it, claim it,
0: cast, cast it out. out. Name it, came, name it <laughs> claim it, it cast st- it out. Strugs to strug 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 right to right now. I need to go. Guys, oh, we're basically basic. And we know you are too. Be blessed. And be basic. Mm-hmm. Happy Halloween. Basically basic. Two girls, they're Starbucks line. Basic.